0: Do you need treatment or surgery? There's no need to wait or travel abroad. Receive treatment at Kingsbridge Private Hospital in Belfast or Ballykelly under the Northern Ireland Planned Healthcare Scheme at potentially no cost. Why wait? Text HELLO to 51777 or visit kingsbridgeprivatehospital.com for further information.
1: And now... To say he's a totes gorgeous young human Isn't true We're talking about Brian Clunan But of this there's no doubt Whether it's gutters, glass paint or grout If you've DIY questions It's time to tune in Mr Fix It Totes gorgeous But then he said I'm not Yeah definitely not Such is life How's life? the form? Not the first time, good thanks, good And yourself? Oh.
0: Well, it was great until about... How long are you here? (laughs) 90 seconds. seconds ago? Let's go down to business. Brian does DIY until 11 each Wednesday from Clunas Hardware in Tullamore. And the first caller says, my daughter decided to rearrange some of her bedroom furniture and dragged her wardrobe across the dark wooden floor, leaving a large white scratch mark behind. Does Brian have any suggestion to make this less noticeable before her father
1: sees them too? <laughs> I'm, that's giving me... That's, sorry, the bottle of water made noise, not me. Um, that's giving me flashbacks. I remember Joy, my daughter, moving furniture. Now, I mean... She probably emptied it, but a big wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And exactly the same situation. Timber, dark timber floor. Now, I I, she she came to me and said, I am after mark on the floor.
0: Can I just clarify something? So your daughter, but could I try uh, to work who out has his... two big strapping brothers living in the house, and a okay, not-so-big strapping father, yes. was left to move this furniture all on her own.
1: Yeah, have you ever asked teenage brothers to uh, give you a hand when doing something like that? <laughs> I see your point. I don't know if they were actually still in the house. I can't remember what age she was, but I remember thinking, how the hell did you move that wardrobe on your own? Um, because, you know, and of course I would have been... I, I, I did show her how to do it if she ever wants to do it again, which is basically to, to, to lift each of the four legs individually and slide something under it mm. that allows you... So the ideal thing is to put a, lift it and put a duvet under it and drag the duvet, if that makes sense. But, um, yeah, look, the handiest thing, just get... Now, take a picture of the wooden floor that accurately represents the wooden floor now that sounds like it's a bit ridiculous but it's amazing we get people coming in with uh, pictures of say something similar to this a piece of furniture marked or they're trying to match they've bought a second piece of furniture and they want to stain the second piece to look like the first piece and they have four pictures on the phone and there's three different colours
0: Yeah, and sometimes, depending on the phone
1: quality, and and some
0: of the more sophisticated ones will add extra contrast to make
1: it look like a nicer picture, but it's not as accurate. Right, so Mm. what I mean by that is take a picture and then put the phone with the picture down to the floor and say, is that an accurate representation? And if it's not, keep going and take a few more pictures. Maybe take one close to the window where there's daylight coming in and so on and then go into your local hardware shop or paint shop or village providers and get a wood dye to the appropriate colour and just put some of the wood dye on a cloth. Word loves; it's not harmful in any way, but I can tell you this much, if you get wood dye in under your fingernails, you will have dark... In under the fingernail, you have dark wood dye for quite some time. It's very hard to get out. So put out a pair of rubber gloves or disposable gloves or whatever, a little bit of a rag and just rub it in. You might have to do it two or three times to get it to the right colour. But look, it's I always say it. it's like when somebody has a stain on a rug or a mark on a floor or whatever it is. You know, you walk into the room and your eye is instantly drawn to it because you know it's there. Anybody else that walks into the room, might even see the white mark in the first place, but they won't see the white mark that is now coloured almost identically. This woman's husband will notice. <laughs> <laughs> Why?
0: <laughs> just, he's going to hit the roof, she says. All so. right,
1: okay, well then do it before he hits the roof. Yeah.
0: Next is Breda, and she painted the outside curbs a few years ago, but alas, now wants to go back to the original concrete look a lot of the paint has slowly started to fade, so I'm wondering, could I power wash it at this stage? It's quite grubby looking. If that's not an option, is there a solution I can place in water to dissolve it?
1: We never recommend painting curbs, because this is the problem, that it will start to come off, and it's one of these really annoying things, it's hard to get it all off. So you have, you know, 30% of the paint is flaked, when you power wash it aggressively, you will get another 30% off, but that still leaves 40%, which is kind of hard to remove. So it's kind of two things. It's I certainly would wait for wet weather and go out and power wash it. So power wash it when it has been wet overnight um, and give it a good aggressive power washing and then come back at it the following day and do the same again so sometimes, sometimes what happens is when you power wash and you get a substantial amount of paint off the, the the power washing has actually forced water in at the edges of the paint that you're not able to remove and it 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 kind of creeps in and it does soften it more over a period of time not too long and then come back to the same thing again now if you're not getting any you can, there's no point in buying paint stripper paint stripper is too expensive to be doing a large area like that Um but I think you might be surprised if you did it, you know, do it today, do it tomorrow, and then try it again in two weeks' time again. You'll probably get 90% of it off. In 90%. which case, you could use a paint stripper on the rest, could you? You could use a paint stripper. You could use a little bit of sandpaper, a paint scraper. Paint stripper is the last resort. It's very expensive. And uh, I, I'd be... You know, everyone says, I don't mind, it's only a small amount, and then they go in and they buy a litre, and a litre is €35 and and goes nowhere. Okay, so exhaust every option first. Exactly. the sandpaper, any particular type? uh, No, just a medium grade. I suppose the black sandpaper, because it's harder, it's tougher, it's less likely to wear away. Now, I mean, you could see, but again, it's going to be expensive. You could get somebody to sandblast them, but again you know, if you want to get somebody to sandblast them, do as much of the work as you can in advance so that then the sandblasting doesn't mm-hmm. have as much work to do, therefore it won't take as long, therefore it won't cost as much. But I suppose to anybody else listening, learn from it and don't paint your curbs. So if you have curbs... Or if you do, you to commit forever. Yeah. No, that's not the problem. The problem is... So curbs are made of concrete and concrete are an absorbent product that sit on top of a damp surface, the ground so they're constantly getting wet the water, you've painted three sides, the top and two sides maybe, the water is constantly coming up it's very hard to keep paint on a surface where moisture is constantly coming up so what I would always say to people is if you want your curbs to look well, what you can do is put effort into cleaning them, even after you've cleaned them, a very light sanding, and then they'll be snow white. They'll be almost like you've painted them, and then seal them with a clear sealer. And that means that they don't get discolored, and dirty, and algae anywhere near as. I'm not saying they'll never get it, but they will stay much, much cleaner, much, much longer than if you don't do it. And the clear sealer is really it's completely clear. It's actually it's better than clear in that it's milky white when it's wet which makes it very easy to put on because you know exactly what you've done but it dries out completely clear and it does keep concrete so much cleaner for so much longer Let's come back to
0: a question that we've had over the years and in this person's case it's suddenly relevant Ivy You've mentioned a product that you can apply to Ivy it'll
1: go down into the roots and kill it Do you recall the name? Yeah, so it's you're looking for a brushwood killer So the term that's used is Brushwood Killer. Now, one or two, and it really annoys me, Brushwood Killer, 90%, the best known one out there would be be SBK. Mm -hmm. don't know what that stands for. S for Stephen, B for Brian, K for Kieran, Kevin, whatever. And you'll get that in any garden centre or hardware shop. And it contains a product called Tricholore, and that's what kills the ivy. One or two companies produce a product called Brushwood Killer, which contains glyphosate, glyphosate, which is... Or as even we know glyphosate. It. Okay, that one. I'm going to let you just say that from now on, because I always get it wrong. Um, but that's not going to work on ivy. So if you want to do ivy, you need to do one or two things. You either cut the I- The best way... Less. So say you've ivy growing up a wall. Well, then what you do is you go to the base of the wall, and you'll see three or four or five stems, main stems of ivy. And what you will do is you'll cut those near the ground... And then you'll move up another few inches and you'll cut again now, because you've cut the the main stem of ivy, everything that was on the wall will die. it'll all die because there's nothing to bring its sustenance. it's been severed from the main from the roots, but the reason for cutting twice is a. When you cut twice, you've, you've, it, 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 you've completely severed it, but it also gives you access to the stem and the ground. And then what you do is you drill a hole, just get, get a cordless drill, drill a hole into each of those stems and then pour in some of the brushwood killer into that little hole that you've created and then cover it with plastic or a piece of timber, a cling film, something, just to stop the rain from washing it out. And the, the ivy leaves... Which send, would take all the the food, all the stuff that the roots want, and no longer have access. So it sucks this weed killer that you've put into it down into the root system and will completely kill it. And then what's above it will die naturally. If you feel you can't do that for any reason, well then what you do is you mix up the brushwood killer, the SBK, or whatever one you're using at twice the recommended mix. And if you can, you mix it in an oil. So something like home heating oil. And the reason for that is that the the ivy has a very waxy leaf. You know, the real shiny, waxy leaf. And like, if you went out with water and spray it on the ivy and go up and feel it, it'll be worn dry because the water will have run off straight away. Whereas if you spray it on With an an oil of any sort, it sticks and cuts through that waxy coating. And you're far better to spray, so you're mixing this stuff twice the normal mix, you're far better to spray it twice on the one day, or, or, or spray lightly. Spray today and spray tomorrow. Or spray this morning and spray this afternoon. Because you're trying to just get it onto the leaves. You're trying to avoid runoff into the ground that's more or less wasted even though it does go in through the roots as well, you're better off to spray lightly twice on the one day. Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore until 11, after
0: which it's time to talk to your TD and to put your issues on the table. 083 30 10 103. Text or WhatsApp. A question for Brian or a question for the TDs, and you could well become Caller of the Day, winning 50 euro to spend at the Midlands Park Health and Fitness Club in Port Leash. Enjoy a soothing soak in their jacuzzi or indulge in the new sauna experience.
1: Mr. Fixes with Brian Cleaning, Call 818 183 and put our two-man to the test. <laughs> What was the
0: zipper at the end? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it sounded a bit incriminating. Said, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me either. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. And by the way, after the news at 11, talk to your TD. Uh, one caller in Killy would like an outline of what they have achieved for their constituents since they were elected. It won't take long, I suspect, he says, And regards to Brian and the crew. Okay, next caller, can you help me? We painted uh, we painted the walls of the house an indigo colour, and it was a brave but ultimately silly decision, and we want to go back to a white, and I'm wondering what to cover the indigo with beforehand. We do not want any bleeding through. So is this interior or
1: exterior, I wonder? it um, it
0: says we painted the house,
1: which I took to mean outside. Exterior, yeah, I'd imagine so. So, look, I would say to you that um, a, a cover stain primer, which can be used indoors and outdoors, is probably around the same price as um, exterior a good exterior wall paint. Um, so I would give it one coat of the the, the, the stain sealing primer first um, it won't kill it completely but then your coat of Santex or Weather sheet or whatever it is will um, and it'll, it really won't cost you any extra because uh, it, will, it, will, it should definitely cover this, the, the dark colour better than the, the emulsion paint and uh, as I say, it'll cost you much the same, now if you could depending on the area, if you you could brush it on, it'd be great because you will work in that much better and it will cover better but if not just make sure and use a very heavy pile roller to get a good body of paint onto it Um, and just make sure you let it dry. Big mistake for a lot of people is they they think the minute paint is dry it's ready for a second coat and it needs to cure, most of these paints need to cure for a number of hours, not just touch dry to put on the second coat Rosie and Mullingar
0: would like you to discuss weed killers and she has heard there are items you can use from your kitchen cupboards. She's wondering about cost, environmental considerations. Um, are you better off just going out and buying a
1: brand? It's, look, it's horses for courses. I mean, household vinegar is... Commonly used, Uh, you can buy a stronger version, like a commercial household vinegar. It's still vinegar. And I think some of the, again, quote, natural weed killers are vinegar based. Oh, yeah, most, a lot of them, a lot of them are. The minute you you open the thing, you know straight away. Now, they're much stronger than the vinegar that you would have in the press. Yeah, you don't put it on your chips. You definitely don't put it in your chips. And look, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, vinegar is an asset. So it's it's still a strong chemical, um, but it is organic. Uh, and in I think terms some of them are enzyme based as well. Some and of then the natural some of, ones. Some of the natural ones are, are enzyme based. Now I have to say, a lot of them kind of just depending on the, on the on the weed on the problem. So like if you have a very deep rooted weed, a lot of the weed, a lot of the organic weed killers like the vinegar just burn off the surface. So. They're not systemic. They don't go in through the leaves and down into the roots. But then, with shallow-rooted weeds, that's enough. It's not going to recover from that. Um, so, look, have a look and see what works for you. And, and in terms of the finance, um, I don't think there's a huge saving in terms of going for the 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 vinegar, the strong vinegar, and so on. But you are being you are polluting the atmosphere or the you know the earth less. Yeah. Next, spiders around windows. Any way of telling them to go somewhere else? Ask Kieran. (laughs) Um, So if you spray, there's loads of um, residual uh, insecticides that come in an aerosol tin. They look just like a tin of fly spray, but the difference is they are residual. So insectrol, deathlack, duff, spider spray, there's a whole raft of them, and you spray them on and... Uh, You won't know it's there, but if a spider crawls over it any time in the next three to six months, they'll die. And at least then you're... I don't know of any... like The the ultrasonic things don't work in telling them to go away. I don't know of anything that discourages them enough. Maybe peppermint oil... um, might just discourage them, but the problem is you know, are you just moving them from that window to this window and whatever so, but maybe that's enough for you maybe you'd say, look, go to to the shed window, I don't mind if you're on the shed window, I just don't want you on the sitting room window, Um, and so on Well, I'm at my wit's end, there was a chimney fire,
0: and one room upstairs was especially affected the wardrobe is built in and has been destroyed with the smell of smoke and soot how do I eliminate this? Have tried opening the windows have tried
1: washing them out Have failed so far yeah it's very very difficult um The only chance you have really is to paint the paint or varnish the entire thing it's so timber is organic and if it's m d f it's still it's still an absorbent product um You may end up taking it out, to be quite frank. The longer it's there, the harder it is to deal with. But um, if you were trying to do anything, you would be getting an oil-based varnish or an oil-based paint and paint the entire thing and hope that that kind of seals it in so that the smell is no longer revealed. And if you're doing the inside, I mean, you could... You will be doing the inside as well as the outside, but you could paint the inside. You might buy, you know a discontinued colour very, very cheaply uh, to do the inside and then concentrate on the colour you want on the outside. Just before we take a break, we had talked earlier about the tourists who had a few
0: too many to drink and woke up between floors on the Eiffel Tower. Oh, I read
1: that this morning, yes. And had to be
0: rescued by the fire service. And I asked, well, what sort of situations have you been in that you have, have embarrassed mildly? And Aidan in Westmeath recalls being with his wife at a hotel in Kilkenny for a night away, an anniversary dinner, and naturally had a few too many drinks and then went to bed and went sleepwalking in his underwear and woke up in reception to the night porter saying,
1: you need to go back to your room. So he was rather red-faced, he says. Wow, at least he was in his underwear. I know somebody who did that naked. Well, there
0: may have been,
1: may have been, a Midlands 103 staff party.
0: Yes, I remember you doing this. Where a a certain unnamed individual... Yes, I remember you doing this. You weren't there. (laughs) I remember the story of you doing it. Well, when you go to the loo, Uh, The correct direction to turn is right when you come out, but I turned left and emerged into the hall of what was then the Day's Hotel. Yes. Anyway, thankfully um, nobody was in the hallway but I couldn't remember which room I'd come out of. Oh, no. And Mrs Faulkner woke. Phew. At least she woke. Or else I could have been arrested and that would have made a great headline. Again? Not again. Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore. Until eleven. Do you need treatment or surgery? There's no need to wait or travel abroad. Receive treatment at Kingsbridge Private Hospital in Belfast or Ballykelly under the Northern Ireland Planned Healthcare Scheme at potentially no cost. Why wait? Text hello to five one seven 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 or visit kingsbridgeprivatehospital.com dot for further information.
1: Mister Fixes is here to take on your DIY dilemmas. Text or WhatsApp to 3
0: Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore. And on the matter of spiders on the windowsill, mixed views, Jerry says, why kill spiders? They in turn kill all the other insects in your house. They're hunting at night and it's perfectly natural for them. And here's maybe a harmless way of dealing with them. Get a line of conkers, put them on the windowsill, the spiders will scatter. Wow. That's great. I'm not sure why they would, but if it works, it works. That's
1: if they're down low. I wonder if they're... Will they just go up high? So mostly spiders tend to be up high anyway because the flies tend to go up high. But That's, that's, that's worth trying. About the smelly wardrobe after the house
0: fire. Yeah. Get onions, slice them in half, leave them in
1: for a few days and see how you get on. Yeah, onions and charcoal are quite good at absorbing smells. Don't think it'll be enough, but look, anything that helps... And what's a real eye-opener
0: is when you leave onions in a room and to see how black they turn. Yes. makes you think, what's in the air? Yeah. Nora says, Before I get our pebble-dashed house painted, it has to be power-washed. There may be a little red algae on the walls. Has been, certainly, for the last few years. Also, some moss on the tarmac around the house. Is it before or after I get the house and tarmac power-washed that I need to treat for the red algae and the moss.
1: Definitely before. Definitely, definitely before. So, what you'll do is put on your moss and algae killer. M- nearly every moss killer will also kill the algae. Um, and just, as always, check the dilution rate. See which one works out the best value per litre of end product, or five litres a gallon, whatever you want, of end product. And spray it on in the middle of a fi- Spray it on the fine day. The other advantage of it is that the The moss killers are all detergent based. They all have detergent added to them to make them stick to the, to the wall, to the moss, to the algae better. So it has a cleaning aspect as well. So now when you power wash, the wall will be cleaner because you used the algae killer. Um, And yes, you definitely need to power wash um, before you clean before you paint uh, and very often with with dashing like dashing because it's an uneven rough surface it really holds dust and dirt so we do get we always say to people if you if they come in to us to buy paint to paint their dashing we'd always say look you need don't buy the paint yet you need to clean it first and it is remarkable how many times people when they Apply themselves to cleaning the dashing properly, not too aggressively with the power washer. You're keeping it well back, you're keeping it at a wide setting, you're putting on the algae killer first, which, as I say, is also a, a detergent. And then maybe three or four days later, you can power wash. And it's surprising how many times when you power wash gently and leave it to dry again, this is crucial. Don't make a decision on how it looks straight after power washing, leave it to dry again. And you might just say, Do you know what? I don't think I'm going to paint that after all. Noel has a dilemma, and maybe he wants you or I to help.
0: Uh, there are people staying over in the house, and they want to go out for bingo tonight, somewhere in the Midlands. Is there bingo taking place? <laughs> Everywhere. This is called the DIY slot. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure somebody has the answer to your question, Noel, and we're happy to pass on the information. 083 30 10 on text and WhatsApp. John, backing up that previous caller having spiders around the windows is a good thing. They're a natural fly catcher. They're a very clean creature. Won't creep all over your food whereas a dirty feckin' dirty owl fly most certainly will kill the spider and you will be plagued by flies. Uh, Caller has used SBK this is your brushwood killer drilled the stems, worked perfectly and the ivy had been growing on the house. Um... Just wondering, though, would you recommend getting a blowtorch
1: for the bits left on the wall? Yeah, that's exactly it. So the the tendrils that are left. So when you remove ivy, always try and leave the ivy to die before you remove it. If you try and pull live, you know, ivy off the wall. So let's say you cut the, what I described earlier, where you cut the stem at the bottom and then move up four or five inches and cut it again. And then the ivy will eventually die away. And now when you remove it when it's dead, it will come off relatively, never easily, but relatively easy compared to when the ivy is alive and all those tendrils that have grown onto the wall, they're, they're very hard to remove. But when the, when the ivy's dead and you take it away, you will be left with little bits of the tendrils still stuck to the wall. And that takes a long time before it'll, it'll be completely gone years, so what you do is you get a roofing blowtorch and you run over the wall with the roofing blowtorch and that crisps it just burns all the the little tendrils, so all you're left with now is a little bit of ash left on the wall and then what you do is you go out on a wet day or after it's been wet and power wash the wall and then it'll all be gone it will go, but otherwise they will stay there for quite some time
0: A lady has a radiator downstairs which is leaving a kind of brownish mark which is sticky. Ooh. And
1: she's wondering, is it leaking? What's going on? What might that be? Um, It's leaking. And that is rusty water coming out. Now, be very careful. Um, So, most radiators will have a little bit of rust at the bottom if they have been there for some time because the... The condensation goes to the bottom of the radiator and it sits there and it, it causes it to rust. And sometimes you get somebody who says, I'm going to clean off that rust now. I'm going to, I'm going to paint the radiator. I'm going to clean off that rust. And they get a wire brush and they start cleaning the rust off. But of course, rust makes metal less structurally sound. So they've taken this wire brush and suddenly there's black or brown really dirty water pouring out of the radiator. So be very careful what you do. I would always say, you know, make sure that, that you get either turn off the radiator so there's no water coming in and maybe have a, a jug or a bowl or something ready. But I would say very fine steel wall. But in this particular case, anytime I have a leak or there's a leak and I'm not quite sure where it is, what I would do is I would dry off the bottom of the radiator And then I get some of the blue hand paper towel. So, you know, you go to your garage and you fill up your car and you get oil in your hands and then you go to the local... They have a dispenser and the paper that comes out is blue, Mm. okay? And the reason I always use that is the minute that gets wet, it goes from pale blue to dark blue. So if you're not sure where the leak is, you would dry off the radiator, tape this on... Clever. And watch it and see exactly where is it getting wet first and then you know where the leak is and in this case what you would do is two pack filler, you get it from a motor factors, you get it from a a paint Mm -hmm. shop, two pack filler mix up plenty and just apply it to the leak and that should take care of it. And in the meantime, four court managers everywhere hate
0: Mr. Clunan. (laughs) (laughs) They won't have any left. Finally, Ballycommon Common GAA Bingo on tonight at 8 in Kilmurray Community Centre, five miles from Tullamore, says Frank. So I think, Noel, you're in that neck of the woods. That should keep you and your guests happy. Perfect. Brian, thanks very much. Thanks, Will.